Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Well, hello, and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside me is Joe Grande. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you guys for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Make sure you check out our website, Cannabis Talk 101, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Yes. And make sure you call us up anytime, one 800 1980. And go check out our Instagram pages for daily news and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101. My man Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And I hope you guys are ready for the Kushdog Festival by the people for the people. Saturday, April 9th at the Adelanto Stadium, an event center located at 12,000 Stadium Way, Adelanto, California, 92301. This event is 21 and over with a valid ID. Free general admission, but of course they got that VIP player option for you guys. For tickets and more information, head to the website kushdog.life. Come out and hang out with us at Kushdog. Yes. Now, you guys, this show right here, these dudes right here are legends. And I can't believe my headphones aren't even working so I can hear my <laughs> interview because I'm borderline <laughs> disappointed that what a great air check these guys did around here. Uh, I tell you. They, they didn't do days. one. They didn't exactly. do it. Hey, uh, does this headset work, guys? The funny, no. funny thing is, I didn't recognize the headset wasn't working. I thought it was tied up on your laptop yeah, and I thought it, it was it, your fault. It's, it's, it's and dead I was like, like my parents. Yo, okay. Hello. Bottom line, these yeah. guys are legends in the radio game. You might have heard their names. Eric and Nick V, a.k.a. the 
the Baker Boys in Los Angeles, Miami, no. Boston, Man. Dallas, San Francisco, Kansas City, San Diego, Orlando, Portland, Oregon. I mean, these dudes are nationwide, worldwide, of course, because they got the Baker Boys Production Inc. It's knocked out more mics than Social Security, boy. I tell you right now, <laughs> these boys right here are like Apollo and Rocky. They go back and forth with it. I love them like four flats. They're down like that. These dudes are cool. So cool. They discovered cats like Big Boy, DJ E-Man, Tito 105.9, and all these this is cats Tito. that I worked with at Power 106 yeah. here in Los Angeles and abroad. So when I look at some players, I go, oh my God, these dudes, are, these dudes help create dudes that I worked with. The funny thing is, is we never worked together but crossed paths many times. They left Power in 99. I came in late 99, these dudes. Are the original DJs out of Bakersfield, California? Yeah. If you're listening to us all over the world, it's a little small armpit city in Cali where you go. Where does some real talent come from? From the cuts. You know what I mean? Right there where they're growing out agriculture. Before cracking that number two market in the country, Los Angeles, currently they have a daily Twitch radio show. Right here, you see the sticker. It's official Baker Boys Daily. Yeah. They're doing their thing there. And you could also get on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash the Baker Boys. T H E B A K E B O Y Z. That's the boys. And you can hear them on 93.5 K Day with that hip hop master mix Friday, 7 p.m. to midnight. Follow them on Instagram at the Baker Boys. Welcome to the show, you guys, Eric and Nick V. Thank, Thank you, man. Thank you for having us. You know, it's funny, too, because even writing that and doing that research for you guys, like, it was an honor for me, really, because I'm sure you guys can look at, I don't even know who it would be, Frank, uh, fucking, or, or maybe even it's uh, doo -doo, dun -dun 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 the quack, quack, quack guy. Uh, como se llama? Uh, Rick Dees. Rick Dees. You may look, look at Rick Dees as, like, right before you guys got there. A right. kiss. Right. And my point is, you guys are at power right before I got there, right? So we all been in the game. We've never sat down and even shared a mic together. No. Which not is yet. crazy, right? Yeah. And well, we, not today. <laughs> and, my, and my point to that is, is folks listening, I was excited. Because I can't wait to hear the story. And I was telling you guys off there. I was, tell, I was telling you going, I, my connection to you guys more was your brother. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Frank. And yeah. I love Frank yeah. to death. And Frank and I were G's and dog. And I'm sure everybody tells you guys that because your fucking brother Absolutely. was you know, like. Frank didn't like everybody, so you're lucky. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know this about Frank. Hold on. Tell me that. What do you mean? No, I thought Frank, Frank was a bulldog, man. To those who don't know, if you got it in Frank's way, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. He will let you know. 100%. I didn't know him like that. Thank God I was his little brother. You know what I mean? But I can see him, you know, doing things. So then things. I can see that because he's one of those recognized a real Don when you see one. There you know what I'm saying? Uh, That's probably why because I see it in him too and we got along so well and I'd go to the record pool uh, that you guys still have, that building over there. Cali Kings. Yeah. Cali yeah. Kings. And, and not only that, it really fits because, why? Because for those who don't know, Baker Boy's family, what they were doing, they are pushing out records and getting them played. Real and, record and, pools. And when, when this shit, when your family was doing back in the days, cats have no idea about that hustle. Meaning, people nowadays, you want to become a big famous artist or something, you got IG, you got yeah. Twitch that you guys are on daily, you got fucking Facebook. We didn't have that back in the day, and your brother ran the Los Angeles biggest record pool that's still the record pool there, but everything's digital now. Yeah. But my point is, your brother did that and laid that down on top of you guys were already doing the mornings before, yeah, so the family legacy was there, and then boom, you guys cross over and doing this other arm of entertainment in that radio world, which is the distribution yeah. for the record pool. Which, how did that even come Frank about? Frank V, man, he was like, I'm done with construction. I, I, I need to leave. You know, he was working with our father and they just butt heads, you know, and it was just, it was just time for him to do something new. We were in Los Angeles and he came to me and he's like, 
you know, can I? What can move? I do? Hold can on. I, so they came from Bakersfield to do that out here? Uh, they were Frank, out Frank here? did. Frank, Frank came from Bakersfield. Yeah. Well, he LA. was in Roseman at the time. He was working with my dad um, together in construction, but he was just done. He was just tired. He's like, I need to do something else. What a Man. dope thing, because that was a great time. I had a lot of great time well, it, there. I, I lost my virginity at that spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but explain yeah. what a record pool is for, for those that, that well, are listening that don't know what they are, because, so, yeah. So back in the day, before digital, before downloads, MP3s, and all that stuff, there was a record pool. What would happen is the record labels would send boxes of records to the pool, and then you would equally split it among the DJs that are part of the record pool. So every two weeks, if you're a DJ... You pay your due, uh, monthly dues, and every two weeks you come to get a box of the newest shit, the newest records that are out there. Promo, so, uh, promo yeah. copies. Promo Promos, copies. Sure. With not even things on it, just a blank label, yeah, sometimes be, with a letter on it. It could be a white label that says quick, and it's like a new DJ quick or whatever. You Motherfuckers know? are writing on Sharpies yeah. on their stuff. Oh, like, yeah. I would loved it, dude. It was so yeah. cool. I remember it. Yeah. It was like <laughs> watching the movie, uh, not Beach Street, but Breaking and all those things. When you see those, that's what it was. Here. Well, it was trying to, as a, you know, I was trying to rap, so I was trying to get in the record pools. Oh, like, right? oh, what you was your rap name? Uh, a blue from the Imperial Assassins. Okay. Yeah. Remember group that shut down the 101 freeway? Remember that group? That was his band. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I shut down the 101 freeway in the nice. middle of rush hour traffic, ended nice. up getting arrested, and 63 <laughs> most Googled in the world that day. No way. Yeah, ended up on the Grammys, top 10 uh, biggest publicity stunts, Shut. still holding my position at number seven for there you go. Yeah. Go <laughs> it's official. It's official. With a whistle. And, and it's crazy because you do the record pool like that, and now when you explain it like that, it, it takes people so much time to really get something popping because when you become a record pool rep, so to speak, and, and back then, Blue, just to give you an idea who hey, it, well, there was a lot of payola going on back then as well, that, and that's a big deal, which payola, folks, is when you pay even the record label or the record pool or the yeah. DJs to go pay that record. Did it happen? Yeah, on really big ones. If you ever heard a song that sucked, then that was the record song that really got pushed that just sucked. A lot. They yeah. put a lot of money right? into that sucky-ass record. Suck, <laughs> so that payola goes to that sucky song that really didn't pop and that artist never really came back again. But, you know, my point is, behind the record pool that they had... It was the biggest DJs that are still today in this world, meaning your DJ Vices were there. Yeah. Your E-Mans were there that you guys found. Your, your, your Eric V. I mean, you guys with DJ the, AMs. The Adam 12, the B-Junkies. Belly yeah, Fell. Mr. Chuck. Mr. Chuck. The heavy hit Dog, all sucka. those guys that I worked with, too, and we all worked with. Yeah. And so my point is when I go to parties there, too, I would trip because that's where it all popped. Meaning, if you gave it to one of those DJs or one of these other DJs that's working at Florentine Gardens in Los Angeles back in the days, why Florentine Gardens is such a big spot? <laughs> For a record pool, for those who don't realize, because it's 18 and overs and some mm -hmm. parties, it's all ages. So now you're getting those little kids to call the radio station, and that's the Request way the game it. worked. Yeah. You wanted to get to that DJ that was at Florentine Gardens to get to that little that kid to call the radio night. station and get it, because that's the way the game used to work back in the I days. remember calling the stations, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up, guys? People used to think that, uh, check that out game records. that I just explained is your what you call a download today. Yeah. Because people would call in and request it. Like, one. And then here's the coldest part of the radio station. They'd have phone ops that would go to the program director, music director, say, 30 people called for that new Stevie B song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's we ain't blowing up energy. on the phones. It's blowing, blowing up on the phones. This is what's blowing up on the phones. But also, hold on. They could pay for that as well. Yeah. Hey. And you pay cats to do that too. <laughs> you but your girls can call. call up and request. Yeah. Call yeah. up and request. How was the game, dog? I remember hearing artists do that all day. We, I, I do. seen them doing it. We used to get 20 people to call exactly. in, at, at, you know, just on the, with, with no money. We'd be on the hood like, yo, call up right 
Now, yeah. and then there was the roll call. Yep. You guys remember the roll call? What do you yeah, mean? Course. These guys did that. This <laughs> yeah. is them. Well, let's well, back you up. You know Eric what I'm saying? I'm just jumping take, into the shit. Take me to you know Bakersfield <laughs> and let's go early days. Yeah. Was it early, like throwing parties at the house and DJing yeah. there in high school? Or when does it all start for the quarter? Yeah, how does it? How does yeah. the Baker Boys get the name? Um, I'll start with this. So basically, you know, our brother Frank, uh, he used to party a lot. He used to be a partier. Oh, he used do to, I know that? He has a lot, of, a lot of parties, so he'd be out. And our parents said, you know what? If he's going to be partying, we may as well let him party at home. So he let him, they let him throw house parties at our house. That's what happened. My and, parents did the same thing with us, yeah. so that's what's so funny so when you say you're that. Not, parents, I did too. <laughs> yeah. So he's not on the streets. If he's going to get drunk or anything or whatever, he's going to be home. He's going to be safe. Yeah. You don't have to worry about him. So that's what happened, and uh, Nick would sl- uh, sneak downstairs at 12 years old, or well, how old were you? Nine. Nine years old. like nine old. years old. Yeah. So he'd sneak downstairs, end up dancing with some girls like three times his size, trying to she snip She was beautiful. A- and she was probably only five <laughs> foot tall at that. <laughs> he said she was beautiful. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, he's drinking beer and having a good time, and they'd always tell him to go back upstairs, go back upstairs. But then he, got, he became enamored with the DJ. They would hire a DJ. Uh, I think it was Herman, right? That was Herman. It was either Herman or uh, Moses A. One of the two DJs that my brother knew. They would they would hire the DJ. The house party would be at the house. My brother would be safe at home. And so we grew up listening to Rick James, Cameo, Lakeside, Michael Jackson, Prince, all the dope shit, like everything high. All those love, yeah. That's what we grew up hey, listening Rick, to. Double Dutch bus. That's go. everything. Dutch yeah, bus. all that stuff. So the, that party, uh, the house parties, you know, from there it went to a teen nightclub. So we started at our the house. At, no, no, no. At a location. We had a location so in Bakersfield. Our, yes. Okay. Yes. This was a family-owned thing called Videls. It was our last name. Oh. So there was a place called the Sassoon. Ba- yeah. Yeah. The, there was uh, a. I was uh, like, why does it sound so familiar? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sassoon. Yeah. So there was a place called the Bakersfield Inn, which is an iconic place off of uh, Chester Avenue Union. in Bakersfield. Right about a lot of murders. Or Union over Avenue. There. Union Avenue. I'm sorry, where all the hookers were. Well, all the hookers anyway. were on Union Avenue <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a hooker story well, now too. Now they're right out front here, so you know what I'm saying. Don't trip. Don't we all? I got a couple hooker stories. No, there's two. There's a funny hooker story with Nick V. We'll tell that one later. <laughs> anyway, um, so the teen nightclub became a family-ran business. At, the t- at that time, my dad was out of construction. You know, um, the economy went bad. He lost his construction company, and we moved uh, to uh, a building and started Videl's. He started Videl's. So we were there every week working. You know, um, Nick. Is was, it just you three? You three boys? It was no. We have an older sister as well. Older sister. Yeah, older than your brother. Z- Zena. Okay. No, she's younger than. So it was Frank, okay. Zena, me, then Nick. Okay. Um, so Vidal's came, it was the teen nightclub in Bakersfield. There is nothing to do in Bakersfield. Still. Well, you count it. 1984. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is 1984. So, Lookout Weekend, Depeche Mode. Lookout Weekend. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the Bulldog Territory and go to a Fresno State game, maybe. Yeah, you know, I mean, travel. if you really want to. Yeah, yeah you there's, could. There's, oh, that's what I said. There's only that. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to do. Anyway, so. Cruise the, the Shaw. The teen nightclub started, and uh, Nick, was, uh, Nick was working the lights at the time, and one of the guys who used to get hired to do the, uh, the house parties was hired as the resident DJ. Every day, every weekend. So Moses A would play, you know, on Friday and Saturday. And so you could take over from here. I'm talking Tour de France. Tour de France. (laughs) Yeah, so Moses was dope, man. Um, He had the cigarettes. He had the crowd rocking. He had the drink. And he had a girl on each side of him. Rocking the party. He was your hero. He was my hero. Immediately. I just described my hero. How could I not be enamored with this man? 
<laughs> yeah, you right. got everything I want, player. Okay, I'm on the lights, mind you. Okay, I'm just looking back, like, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I'm only gonna be here for One so day. long. One day. Yeah. So and then I got the fog. So I was the fog dude too. So I was running around. I was just a kid, 11 years old, running around with the fog, doing the lights. This is where the game starts, so folks. And then and then Moses, you know, he shuts down for the night, and uh, everybody goes home except for the family. And um, I was like, how how do I turn this on? The turntables. Was it a Technique 1200? No, no. there were Denons. Denons back then. Okay. Denons back then. Um, so I couldn't afford the Techniques. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> they, were actually, they were actually more expensive than yeah. the were Techniques at the time. Denons oh. were more expensive. Wow. Yeah. yeah, at that time. So, But uh, Techniques, of course, were always the standard, standard. and still is. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I turned on the turntables. I figured out some stuff. I started playing records because I was already uh, messing around with, uh, with music at the house, and there was always records at the house. I remember there were some records that I tried to learn how to scratch, but I didn't know how to scratch. So I took the needle, went this way. Ooh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you you mean, he, he, he really scratched, scratched it. Yeah, you scratched he it. He scratched it for real. <laughs> That's like the real player scratch. Yeah. It anyway, ain't working the same. Anyway, Moses found out that I was trying to play with his turntables, and he didn't like that. And he complained to our father. And our father said, you know, whatever. He didn't take it too serious. After the third or fourth time... Moses got smart and started taking his power cord away so I couldn't turn his shit on. (laughs) So being the Mexican that I am, the Mexican that I am. You got a power cord. Well, I just split, you know, any old uh, extension cord. Yeah, yeah. And I just spliced it and I put it up there and I was rocking again Again. on the turntable. So he he found I was an idiot. I I shouldn't have left my evidence there. (laughs) Isn't it cold when you figure out, damn, I see how he caught me? Yeah. Yeah, He left it there. He found out. He took it to my dad. He's like, your son is playing with this equipment. They are not. expensive equipment. It's it's not not a toy. toy. It's real, though. Yeah. And he was right. Everything we'd say now to a kid. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at him because he's right. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, my dad got really pissed at him. He said, you know what? You're fired. I'm going to buy equipment for my son. He's going to be the DJ. It was just like that. And then it was like, wow. son, you better know what you're doing now. No. I no, didn't. he didn't know. He didn't care. No, he he, didn't he care. went. We he came made, to L.A. Forced him to learn. He we, bought equipment. Gave him, bought him, we bought records. And he went back. He became the DJ. And I got promoted to light man. So he, he lost his job as a light man. Now he's the DJ. And I'm the light man. So he, he was an asshole to me. <laughs> and, and he'd be like, shut up, light man. Like, he'd try to belittle me. Like, go back to the light. Hey, get, <laughs> if you're lucky, I'll let you hit the fog button. Right, right. If you're lucky. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so because you got to step up, up to so fog. So Nick, Nick V had a Kanye complex back in the day. Oh yeah, I can see it. I, can see it. <laughs> oh, no, I heard about that too through the grapevine. Yeah, man. And Nick V is the more egotistical of the two of us. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Oh, when when I seen him, he actually said, "Only look at my left from? eye, Joe." Right, right. Not we direct. Have, we no. haven't met long enough for you to look at my right eye. You know what I mean? You're no. on the left side of me. No direct eye contact Which for more cool. than three seconds. And the coldest part is, I respect it. I was like, "No problem, Nick. It's cool." Okay. Legends. We brought our nephew here so he could laser point your eye, bro. Exactly. Well, that's what, not that, he was behind him. He goes, yeah. he pointed. He goes, this side, this side. And I was like, well, the other one's fucking glass and wandering. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> so you guys are in Bakersfield. Nick's now DJ and you're the light the head guy. DJ. It's yeah. just fucking Nick and Eric. When yeah. does Baker Boys come about? Baker Boys come about when Nick was DJing for Lighter Shade of Brown. 
So on a so Sunday wait, afternoon? Well, how did that happen first? You uh, know what I'm <laughs> we can't go to Hey, that. first off, I love Let's those talk brothers. about Nick some more. <laughs> um, actually, this was for, from our dad. Uh, Lighter Shader Brown was doing a show in... Was that from that? How did you meet Lighter Shader Brown again? I don't remember. We brought them to Bakersfield oh, for a show. Yeah, we hired them to come do a show. The old nice. game. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the nightclub was done by then, so we yeah. were doing mobile parties. Yeah. Oh, <clears> so yeah. we would do the armory. At outside event places or whatever. Yes. Outside, yes. indoor, whatever. Whatever. Just uh, we had brought CVB out. We brought Expose. Debbie Deb. Flock of Seagulls. Come on, man. Uh, Debbie Deb. Whistle. Yeah, we, we, we were we'll promoting concerts. And this is true. Yeah. Yeah. We love to do the things yeah. that you're not supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. we do it. We a lot of shows shit. to Bakersfield. Yeah. A lot of shows. Connie. I remember Connie came as well. Debbie uh, Debs. Yeah, Debbie all that shit. Deb. Tony G. Yeah, Tony, Tony G. Julio G. Him and Julio came down a lot for Shout out to Julio and Tony, man. So anyway, yeah, we brought a lot of shade of brown. It was like 1990 or some shit like that. And we met them. We hung out. I was cutting up on stage and like, hey, you're good. Do you want to come on tour with us and I was too young Eric yeah. so Eric had to come I was the chaperone he was the chaperone yeah he, he elevated from the light man yeah, to DJ no anyway to so, wiping your ass yeah. on stage yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> stop, stop I had to keep track of him you know what I mean <laughs> go ahead little make brother. sure he's okay you can do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. so anyway we get you. a show back to Bakersfield it's Ladder Shader Brown we're performing at Bakersfield College yeah and at KKXX, by this time, we've been had, trying to get on the radio station in Bakersfield since 1988. We skipped a whole fucking era, guys. Yeah. 1988 is when we get on the radio in Bakersfield, California, a la K-Day. We did 1315 AM Yeah. So we were trying to emulate what K-Day was doing here in Los Angeles in right. Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. And we did that. We blew that shit the fuck up. Yeah. So move ahead. We got off the radio again, trying to get back on the radio. It didn't work. Started producing music with uh, Kid Frost. We did uh, three songs on his first album. Through Tony G. Through Tony G. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the relationship with Lighter Shader Brown. So then, now I'm DJing. We're back in Bakersfield, and we can't get on the radio. But there's a new program director at KKXX, Steve Wall. And he's backstage with our father, rest, his pow rest in power, Frank. And my dad goes to him and says, these are my kids on, on the stage right there, and they want to do a mix show. Mix on show the, on radio. On radio. He's yeah. like, well, here's my card. Call me on Tuesday. Call me on Monday. Whatever. Eric V. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I was like, this guy's full of shit. Like, he, you know, I've already been shot down from that plane a couple times from the last program director. He's not going to take my call, blah, blah. He took the call. We met, and he ended up taking a chance on us and putting us on the air. And we put on the air on, uh, I think we started on a Saturday night or whatever, a Saturday night mix show. We had like a 53 share, bro. In Bakersfield. In Bakersfield. We had like a 53 and share. And for those who don't know, so like th <laughs> yeah. this is what's crazy about when you say a 53 share. Like, I understand that wholeheartedly because I come from the, the, the share radio time period, but I'm trying to make these analogies so you guys can hear it. And at one point, we had a double-digit share, and just a double-digit share is huge in San Francisco with the doghouse I did. Yeah, yeah. So when you say 53, that was a higher Granite's Bakersfield. That means, folks, that they are fucking dominating the market at 53%, and especially back then, the way they did it. It's just, it meant, it, to hear that number 53 share gives yeah. me my, my, I'm like, I don't care what market it is. I don't give a fuck yeah. if it's fucking two people and you got 53% of it, whatever. It's fucking major, which then again explains why you guys made that big splash from, because which is funny, a Bakersfield is a very, very small market. And then they get called up by the number two market in the country, Los Angeles, which is the jump you guys made, which now even makes more sense to me. Yeah, well, which I didn't get. It wasn't even based on that though. Well, so, no, it has to be from the big programming going. Look at these guys, what they're doing. No, Every they were they were trying to keep us. They were trying to keep us. They made us music directors. We were dual did? music directors. The, Steve but, Steve Wall in Bakersfield. But I'm saying every other station's got to be looking at. You they guys didn't now. know about us. We, we they actually figured out, uh, found us through uh, Dave Morales, who was the midday guy at Power 106. 
We were in L.A. working on production. It got, our studio session got canceled, so we go to visit our friend Bruce Reiner at Profile Records. And we were like, hey, we're in town. We got nothing to do. He's like, you guys want to go to dinner? Yeah, we'll go to dinner. So later that night, we're sitting at uh, Antonio's on Melrose, Mexican spot, and it's us, uh, Bruce Reiner, uh, Harold Austin, who just got the music director job at The Beat, and also Dave Morales, the midday guy at, at uh, Power. Power. Yeah, so, you know, Nick hits, the, they're getting drunk, fucking hits the table. This time next year, we'll be working at Power 106. Everybody looks at each other and just starts laughing. Laughing out. We're just laughing because they're so drunk and they're just, where did this come from? What is Nick V doing yeah, over there like, yapping about? Yeah, this time next year, we'll be, we'll be at Power 106. That's what he said. He exactly. called me Kanye, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah exactly. So, uh, later that night, we go outside and Dave Morales is like, you know, you maybe think I'm drunk as hell, and I am, but... You know, um, you guys would be perfect. Yeah. You guys will be perfect for this hip hop show we're trying to start. We're trying to start a Friday night hip hop show. They knew that that, that format they were doing was dying, and they needed to go in a different that direction. Dance party shit. Yeah, back in the day at, they were at doing the time. This. Yeah, so mm -hmm. the dance now stuff in the '80s and late '80s. The Frank Lozano. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Which I love Frank too. By yeah, the way. yeah, Frank's Frank. the homie, love of Frank. course. So uh, he's out there saving lives now, working yeah. at the church and stuff, yeah. and I love him. L uh, long story short, so you know, we we uh, he said get a demo tape to us. We got a demo tape to us to him. I mean, and a couple weeks later, we met at the Gavin in San Francisco, and we left the tape for him in his bag because he was drunk again. <laughs> so, wow, you just took me yeah, back he, when you said the Gavin is yeah. Leaves Dave alone. He likes to drink. He hey. likes to party. So anyway, so we left it to him, and probably, I don't know, a couple weeks later, he hit us up, and he's like, hey, man, I gave the tape to Rick Cummings, Ooh. and he's like, he wants to meet with you guys. Rick Cummings, you guys, for yeah, those who don't, don't know, runs a, a, a company by the name of MS Communications, and MS Communications is this one station now called Hot 97 in New York. If you ever thought of hip-hop or thought of you know <laughs> hip-hop, well, the Hot 97 is the fucking big hip-hop in New York. Yeah, so... Yeah, so he and said, Power at the time, too, but they no longer own Power. So yeah. That's what I'm saying, who he so is he's now. like, he, he wanted to meet with you guys. All right, all right, cool. We came to L.A. on a Wednesday. And I always say this every time, like, when we walked in that building, I told Nick, I said, if something happens, cool. If nothing happens, fine. Cool. Let's just, we just go in there and be us. And so we had a meeting with him. He's like, I don't know what it is. There's something here on this cassette. I, I hear it. There, I feel it. It's something's telling me that I need to do something with you guys. I don't know what it is, but, you know, you guys are interested in this. And Rick Cummings is, is the strangest talent-finding motherfucker that you've because he doesn't fit the look. I don't know what no. that look is, but he just doesn't fit a look that you would think that guy finds the biggest talent in the world for hip-hop. We call him Buckshot Shorty. That's our name. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, dog, we see him at Big Boy's thing, and I yeah. go to Blue. I go, Blue, you know who that guy is? He goes, no. I go, let me he's tell you who a, that man is yeah. right he's there. He's like I go, would you, big, I go, you see bro. that fucking man walking and limping away? Yeah. I go, that's the man who fucking hired Sway. That's the yeah. man who hired fucking the, the, uh, yeah. big, the, the other big morning show out yeah. there that's he came currently gave, big. He came up I and gave Joe a big hug and shit, and right there talking. You don't even know who that and, man and is. literally, I mean, he came up. He's like at Joe's waistline, oh, he but he's little just dude. the coolest, coolest dude ever, though, man. He's yeah. vibing. So he's telling you guys all this great stuff. Like, there's something on this team. Yeah, I got to do something with you guys. Yeah. And he's like, you guys want to do this job, you know, this Friday night thing? You want to start, you know, two hours? I'm like, well, when do you want us to start? This was a Wednesday we meet with him. He said Friday. Friday night, two, two days. days. Uh, my chonis are back home in Bakersfield? <laughs> in two days. <laughs> In two days. Wow. And I'm like, okay, well, where are we going to mix at? Oh, you, you pre-record your mix, and you send in, you, you submit your tape. No, 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 we don't do that. We do live. We do live. We're, we're, we're bringing our shit. We're bringing our turntables. We're bringing our records. We're doing live. They don't, they don't have a mix room, mind you. This is pre-mix rooms, <laughs> pre-DJs on the radio live shit. 
we convert the newsroom where they do the traffic in the morning right. into a mix room, a makeshift mix room. To think that you guys are the Start ones that, that started shit. that shit. I yeah. had a funny feeling, dog. I had a funny feeling. I didn't know that. I yeah. had a funny feeling, though. Keep going, though, That's please. what it was. Let's go to- so, I believe you. Yeah, Keep so going. we hustled back to Bakersfield, put, to, put together a bunch of production pieces for it, and two, latest, two days later, we're on the air in L.A. Wow. Uh, Friday nights. And in one month, no, three months, he's like, man, you know, my other jocks are coming to me and be like, yo, these, these guys are different. Like, there's something, I don't know what it is about them. They're sounding, he's like, when my staff comes to me, and you know, radio people are competitive. They don't want to share the light yeah. to any, they ain't going to. But also at the same time, if, you, if somebody's better than you, you've you got to step out the way because you already know what's going to happen. We all know the game. You know what I mean? So uh, he said the staff is that's coming why, to me. That's why DJs don't take days off. That's why on-air yeah. talents, they're they scared to take vacations. Because right? somebody comes in and does a better show than you, then you're gone. That's what happens. Mix better than you, you're gone. Yep. That yep. quick. Yep. So um, the staff was telling him, and he's like, when my staff tells me there's something there, I want to look into right. this more. So we started doing overnights. We did overnights for like a month or two. I think it was a month, right? A month. And he was like, we need to put you guys on at nights. He's like, you got to go against Poor Man on, from K-Rock. We love Poor, poor Man. Poor Man. We know. We were, hey, fun poor part man. is, man, just real quick. We, we, when we left the station that we, we, we just left to, to go to iHeart, uh-huh. um, Poor Man was our morning show. And they were asking us, do you guys want to do the morning show? The morning show. We were already doing a 6 p.m. show. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like traffic jam. We were in that traffic jam. Yeah, so yeah. We, were, we were just kind of like, you we're, know what? We're, we're already, good at night. We're good. Morning. Yeah, we're good. We, you know what I mean? We, we were already feeling ourselves right there. And they're like, well, do you guys want to run this morning show? And then Poor Man came in. Mm-hmm. And so he started running the morning show recently. This is oh, just okay. this is just so recently. Right before yeah. we did I mean, this is, you know, five years ago, five, four or five oh, years yeah, ago, recently like that. But listen, it's Cannabis Talk 101. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, the first and only complete growing system for cannabis that optimizes all phases of the vegetative and bloom cycles to bring your crops to their true genetic potential. Discover more at advancednutrients.com. And shout out to Big Mike for uh, giving me a call on my birthday. Appreciate it. What up, and, Mike? Uh, all that good stuff. Speaking of shout outs, the, the diamond. Guy, look at my diamond guy. Got me so Someone got you that? Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah is, let, me, let me see it again. Plate. Let me see it. Oh, let yeah. me get closer It's to hard that. to get, get that <laughs> off right there. We got the Baker Boys in the building. Baker Eric Boys. and Nick B. You guys are going down. You're basically at Power 106 now doing a mix show live. You're the first ones to crack that live mixing, which is even funnier because I remember back in the day thinking of hearing you guys become the Baker Boys mixing on the nights, and I'm already working radio in San Francisco doing mornings with the Doghouse, and we have two cats come to Southern California by the name of DJ Maine and Double Barrel Daryl. Mm -hmm. They came back to San Francisco, and they then became the Flavor Flavor Boys, Boys, which was fucking crazy because (laughs) I was like, am I a Flavor Boy? Are you a Flavor Boy? And they started doing this shit that I was like, wait a minute. I've heard this song before. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. And here's the coldest part. I just hit Maine the other mm-hmm. day yeah. to invite him to my 50th. Because, you know, Maine and Double World Daryl, I worked with them, obviously, so right. I love them. But my point to that story is I always busted their balls going, hey, players, <laughs> I don't even know these cats, but, you know, just off some love, like some Latino dudes doing it in L.A. I was like, off just point, like, just like the only reason why I was a Dodger fan, because fucking Fernando was on the team. Only reason why I was a Flavor Boy fan, because two Latin dudes. Do, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't that's even why remember I the it. Flavor Boys, though. 
Oh, the Bay Area. That's what I'm saying. You oh, may not oh, remember. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember. But my, <laughs> well, in the Bay, they were popping, so don't get it twisted. Yeah. No, no, I'm and, not and mad they at were it. And hence, right? They knew who I just said their real names, and they knew who they were. Yeah, 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 so no, my yeah, point yeah, is, yeah. in the radio game, they had a big name, and they did a big weekend show. Because they were Bay Area, they could have been syndicated out there and, and dominated as well, in my opinion, but they didn't get that love from the Michael Martins, who Michael Martin, once again, was a DJ probably right before your guys' mm -hmm. era out here at KISS FM. So Michael Martin was that transition where Michael Martin was a DJ on air with the Rick Deezes and all these, but they didn't spin live. Michael Martin also turned in their pre tapes pre-recorded. Yeah. So sure, sure. That's what I'm saying is, is even you know all his these DJ name, though. Um, Eminem. There you go. <laughs> Eminem, DJ Eminem. Eminem. Yes. Dog, Michael Martin, and Michael Martin's a big player in the game. Well, too. a lot of people don't Still. realize. A lot Still. of people, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't realize that DJs are, are so involved in, in making the world's trends that, you know, they, they forget. Well, a that, lot like, of these DJs are huge in companies now that are the trendsetters. Yeah, no, it's, it's like it's like radio, radio, television, you know, all these different yeah. these, these things. And when it comes through, it comes through like you don't realize it. But like, OK, you guys had this huge fucking, you know, input on, on influence on people's lives. So the music that you played, the music that and, and, and the, the things that you they said. They made people stars. That make, yeah. And you made people stars and you help people grow. And not only that, the streets have reacted a certain way to that as yeah. well. I mean, you know, and, and you know, I know it in 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 a sense where, you know, I found Joe. You know what I mean? Look at me, I found him. <laughs> I found him. <laughs> I'm just playing. It is a funny find, though. It, it, was, it, a, a, random it was a funny find. Really, he found me. Really, he popped. We found each me. other because literally, uh, I retired. And so much part of your story, you guys, is so ironic. Is my first call was from Rick Cummings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like funny when I hear you guys share without sharing yeah. my full story, but very similar. Yeah. I was the baby of the family, too, as I hear you getting into music like that. I, too, similar background in my dad. I remember, though, too, I just told some of the story the other day. At a party at my house, we had a party, same way with your older brother. Yeah. My parents used to do us too like that. Yeah. And we're DJing a party. And I remember my dad going, oh, mijo, you guys are playing that hip-hop stuff. That's so cute. It's going to fucking work. It's going to fade out. Right. I never forget. And so like when I tell people, like when we had this party on Saturday, I go, you guys, I've been doing this for years. You know who used to DJ my house parties? Jazzy Jim. Wow, yeah. 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 And you know Jazzy Jim. Jim. Yeah, we know Jim. Dude, Jim did a pool from the Bay party. Area. So yeah. Jim, who's Gary Archer's brother, who Gary Archer still Gary, runs a pool. Yeah, yep. So you know Gary's Gary. So my up. point is, I hit Gary up to come to my party. These guys are major record pool guys yeah. and major DJs. But my point is, Jim used to DJ parties at my house before we were in radio. Mm -hmm. When we were, uh, just like you guys were up uh, at the... And, and, uh, Bakersfield, I was in San Jose doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. So, say, uh, funny story, you might have been at the San Jose show of Stevie B. Once we brought him to uh, Bakersfield, he's like, hey, I want you guys to come on with me a couple of dates. Selena, San Jose. He took us to San Jose with them. Stevie did. Hot 97.7. Did yeah. you guys come to my station? That was that? Yeah. I, I don't know okay, if it, yeah, it was it that station. But uh, Jazzy Jose Jim sure. was uh -huh. set up when we got to the Diamond, and he was there with his 808 drum machine. That's when we met Jazzy Jim in 88. Yeah. Dog. Jazzy Jim's been doing it forever, and like you said before, he did. He's DJing at my house parties, and no he's just an OG. And I he need you guys to know house parties. You know what I mean, because <laughs> yeah. it's like those th we walk those same lives, and it's funny because as I said that to somebody, I go, and meanwhile, I'm doing that walk in San Jose. Blues doing the same walk here in LA. So we've been doing parties, been doing things. He's done oh. started bands. He's been in this rapping game. Yeah. I've been with these rappers. I'm doing this thing, and well, it's, it's funny like, how we're like this, this is all meant to I'll, be. I always tell people like you don't just like you know you could we could show up to events you know right now and just 
you show up and then either security stage hands somebody recognized you they're like yo like that's the real job like they're watch out G's. like he's cool like he back up, like let him through and and you don't get that unless you've been out here you know yeah. what i mean like you've got to put your fucking time in yeah, yeah and and it's hard for for djs and artists because they come out like they might have a badass record but they're and in their mind they're already recognized but they got to pay their dues amongst so so many different people and it's just even getting past security like you know what i'm saying to get on stage totally. you know what i'm saying even you know i mean give us one of those one of those times where someone didn't let you on stage and you had a gig because <laughs> it's happened um, right <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you i challenged my inner inner kanye one time uh with the security guard i'm walking up to this club we're about to dj and, he, and i'm walking with my baseball hat on he's like you need to take your baseball hat back you're not going to get in and i said oh really really yeah, right. are you sure yeah. are you sure about that i walk up to the front i said yeah i'm djing and uh basically he you know i kind of put him in his place and i felt like an asshole afterwards because that's not usually me right i don't usually do shit like that i'm usually i'll be like hey man I, i'm djing you know what i mean this is my thing like they're gonna let yeah, me yeah. it's hard though to yeah. always stay righteous no but i try i, I do know, my best to do that not i mean will smith just lost it finally hey. you could have done it too you know I mean, what i mean <laughs> do you blame him what about kanye over there I mean, he, he well there's the only one person to blame yeah <laughs> exactly yeah she's been dragging him in the gutter forever so she got tired of talking yeah exactly got tired he couldn't talk about other people let's talk about ourselves exactly yeah, there yeah, we go yeah. there we go and, and it's funny now let, let's get to you guys doing that nights and let's get to from doing the nights where do you guys get the morning plug does rick do that does because jimmy Steele's not there yet well, no, the Jimmy's, program director. It's, no. it started uh or ended with poor man so he challenged us he said we need you to come up rick cummings challenges rick cummings challenged us yes. to come up with a uh, benchmark and what is a benchmark right of course, it's going green, making waves. Your your benchmarks on the show. Yeah. Yeah. High five. So Come the on. biggest show that uh, was on was Love Line, and it was just number one by uh, far. By far. So he put us in there with the K Rock. K Rock was ruling the world. There was nobody that could touch him ever, ever, ever. He put us on, and we came up with the roll call through a friend, yeah. Adrian Miller. Uh, we went out to dinner one night, and we were just kind of you know putting our heads roll together. Roll call. Roll call. Oh, it was and a call up and get spit your shit. Adrian told us about a DJ over in St. Louis where he grew up. They used to do something called a roll call. And it went a little something like this. Who's the teacher with the with the golden rule? Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. What's the name with the number one school? Shouting high, something high. And we're like, oh, that's cool as fuck. Let's let's let's, let's expand on that. Let's flip it. And yeah. So we came up with the old school saying, well, it was already an old school how saying. That, yeah. How does shit go? Like for it real, was, for real. It on was three, two. Was, oh, one. you want us to do it? Yeah, yeah do the roll. Are, yeah. are you gonna rap? Yeah, I will. You gonna do two bars? I'll, I'll do it. So 16. two bars, two bars. And then I'll come in. Let's go to okay. let's keep it down. Let's go. Here we go. We're gonna do a live roll call. You ready? Oh shit. Here we go. You ready? Three, two, two one, and one, one for the trouble, two for the time. It's the roll call. Who's on that line? Well, this blue right here up on the line, doing a real big cannabis talk one time. Yeah, that sounds fresh, and, and that, that may be. But where, where you coming, coming from, from, baby? What city? It's Big Joe from the place to be. I'm born and raised in East San Jose. Uh. Hey, hey. Give it up, bro. Double. Give it up, guys. Yeah. Give it up. Roll call. So that These old sure. school 50 old fuckers can still get down <laughs> yeah. on the MIC. Good job, yeah, guys. Man. So we did a demo uh, that's of the, the, of the roll the call. classic right there. We did a demo of the roll call uh, with Charlie Weddle. Charlie Weddle. <laughs> he was uh, one of the jocks on there, and he was like, hey, Charlie, can, Charlie you come, can you call in and do this rap? We'll write the rap for you. Nick will right. write the rap. So he wrote the rap, and we did it, recorded it, and Rick heard it, and he's like, he sat there and looked at it for a second, and he's like, this, this might do something. He's like, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go with this. You guys do it. And not too long, 
once we got on nights, we, we beat poor man. Yeah. And then so. give me some history on this. Ready for this? So I just told you how the Bay stole that and made the Flavor Boys, right? Now I'm going to tell you what the Bay did to these dudes on that one. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the Bay did to these motherfuckers on that one. There's so a I, laundry it, list oh, of no, what people have stole from but, us. But I'm going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to give you a big fucking name that stole from these cats on that one. And his name goes by Jonathan, a.k.a. Sway. Mm. And tech. Yeah. I love them dudes and don't get it twisted. They're G's, but they did the roll call as well. No. After a KML. I didn't know that. Oh, what do you mean? At night? I think they called it the roll call, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I remember, and I love Sway and Tech at nights out there. Well, now we're throwing names out there. So Ed and Dre in New York City, Hot 97, they they took the roll call from us as well. And it's respectful saying, because guess what? I love saying this. Ready for this? And I, I would say it right there to their faces. All the stunts I did in the mornings for the for the doghouse way back in the day, the jackass folks were listening to me do it back then and yeah. stole all my ideas right. and made fucking millions and billions off you guys. And if they're sitting right here, I'm like, ain't that true, motherfucker, right. or not? <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. everybody told me that was part of your movies, you guys got your shit from the doghouse, and I was the one doing those right. things. So yeah. that's what I heard from firsthand from your team. All right, so we got to know. So that. my point is, don't be shy. But we, in we radio, in radio, you have to have thick skin and you got to be prepared to be jacked. And there's nothing new <laughs> under the sun, and just get over it. Basically. I tell Blue that once he says, "Oh, such and such," I go, "Dude, it's, it's the best thing. Let them good." It's, it's I, flattery. I tell, I tell him that. Look at what bro. they're doing. Look at that. I go, "Cool." Now that means we dip. let's just keep doing. Let's keep doing yeah, what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're, right. they're listening. The way I it's just good. the way I look at it is like you're, you're all we're all chefs in our own way. Okay, you can have the same ingredients, but you prepare it a little different. Yep. And what my we style what, mine. what we do is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a different energy about us. Totally different. I loved coming to LA you know and I mean? hearing you guys, dude. So, I tell you guys, I loved it. Yeah. I fucking loved it. I did like too. I was one of those guys that would yeah, come I down here. It. I remember going to be, and, and coming out here and going to um the Venice Beach and then banging you guys out. I'm going down there and then like going to buy like Booyah Tribe CDs and oh, shit like that. You know what I mean? Like DJ we Quicks didn't even and have fucking. Like, like, we had to call from our house lines and shit. Oh, yeah. We didn't have cell phones oh, yeah. when that Pretty shit was popping. Yeah. So I couldn't we call sit, in. Yeah. We would, there was no cell phones in there. So so we would sit by the, by the phone. Yeah, we would sit by the phone to call that shit up. And we would have, you know, a couple of homies at home in, or in the garage listening to the records. And we'd be breakdancing in the fucking garage. I mean, we're talking about an error. That's nice. And then we'd be right there trying to call. And, you know, and finally to the point where our parents had to put a freaking phone in the garage to, uh. to have us be in it. Because they were like, we'd run in the house and be like, no, we gotta make the call. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and, and not only that, they changed the game the because error, of the live though, mixing like, because it's like, wait a minute, yeah. how'd they go right into that song? I remember even learning the game of that, like, hitting the post of, like, new music because you guys kind of created that vibe of, like, <laughs> new mixing and new fucking... <laughs> Power 106, big, and you guys would bright eye, right? You guys would come out the post, hit the post. Yeah. Like, I caught that shit because I'm a radio fucking right, weirdo, right, right, right? You know what I mean? Like, I get those little things which are bracelets and earrings and nice things on women. Like, I noticed that on radio. Yeah, I noticed the little yeah. things in radio that make, things, the, that, the make somebody, <laughs> that make somebody dope. And I noticed that about you yeah, guys, you. and noticing like early on too, like. They're doing that with real music, live music. It was just different. It's a DJ. It's from a yeah. DJ standpoint. 
This is how we do things. It was we, rocking that mic live on the air that never happened on the air, only in a club, and let alone in New York and right, shit. It right. wasn't even happening. It was and only happening at backyard barbecues. So me on the mic and Eric on the turntables, it was just a perfect match. We look at each other. We know what's coming in. We count each other in. We talk. We have hand signals. It's a communication without being in the same room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going on in one? No, you're just one <laughs> asshole. One, two, well, three. Doing this shit like, yeah, let's just get out of this one. How so nice. How does the morning show gig go? And how scared are you to take that? Uh, you know what? The beauty of us coming from Bakersfield, we had no idea how big it was. Sure. That was the beauty of it. That's, I can see that. We had no idea we went from Market 87 to Market 2. We just <laughs> thought we went to L.A. We yeah. didn't know there was market sizes. We didn't know that... Which you, means, you know, and just being easy numbers, it means from 100 people listening to you to 1 million people listening yeah, to you. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Bam. Yeah. So it's uh, using simple numbers. Yeah. After go. doing the night show for six, I think six or eight months, eight months, we were doing a night show, we were dominating. We were killing everybody. And he's like, I want to put you guys in the morning show. He's like. After six months? Yeah. Eight months. Ooh, eight months. Still, that's not less than a year. And that's, so that's he quick. goes, he goes to Doyle Rose, who's the GM at the time. And Doyle like, Rose. Yeah, he's like, Doyle. He's like, I'm going to put these guys. Redhead, right? Wasn't he? No, Red no. Doyle was Doyle. He was above Rick, too. Like, yeah, he was Rick's Rick. boss. Yeah, yeah. He was a Rick. GM. Yeah, he was the fucking man, man. Yeah. Doyle was like the big, big, big. Yeah, guy. he's his boss. Him and Rick, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah so he's like, I'm going to put these guys in the morning show. And Doyle looked at him like, are you crazy? How am I supposed to sell this? I remember hearing that. How am I supposed to sell this? And now Doyle and Rick run that whole thing. Yeah, sure. yeah I'm those like, two dudes, which yeah. is crazy. I didn't know that. So okay. we went to the mornings, and yeah. you know, within from the time we got there, about nine, ten months, we were the morning show. You know, and they knew they had something with us. So Rick says mornings. You guys take it. Did yeah. he give you a producer? You guys stick with the same. No, people? we had Does a producer format. Like, we had a producer that was there already. So like, who was he, it? Uh, Stretch Stretch Roberts. Okay. Stretch Roberts. Um, so we just call him Stretch. Crazy ass white dude. <laughs> you go from him. Stretch to us. I know I met Stretch, yeah, Stretch several times. Awesome. Yeah, I know who he is in the game. And then um, you had said Sketch later on in life too. <laughs> nah, that's Crazy sketch. ass Sketch. Sketch was more on the production side. Yeah, he wasn't right. like a producer like for us. Right, you know? right, right. But uh, so we went to the morning show and and we ended up being Ster we beat Stern. We beat. Um, Rick D's, we beat Kevin and Bean. All the big guys at the time, we beat them all. Oh, KFI, too. All of them. Your news leader. Beat yeah. them all. Had no idea how big it was. I love KFI, by the way. You know, so, um, and that's, that's, you know, we were there in the mornings for like, I don't know, three years or something. But then the music started changing. They started the, the whole, there was a big R&B wave and there was a lack of music for, especially for the West Coast hip hop stuff. So there was a lull in the music and they, the identity of the station got lost. So they went dance for a little while. Then they went to the R&B shit. Yeah. And it affected the numbers all, overall, all, all overall. So, And there was also some management, upper management changes that wasn't really working for the station. And until Steve Smith came back in, the station was down. You know, Steve basically, you know, turned the ship around. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, by that time, we were moved to afternoons. And we were there for, you know, a When did while. you guys meet with Big when Big came in there with the far side? Is that how that happened? How did that Oh, oh, whole scenario that go that go. I don't remember how we met. I think it was the far side at the. Uh, I think at the it Licious was too. I, I remember Big telling Delicious me vinyl. he okay. came with. This is how here we go. This is how I remember hearing the story from Big. He came in there with the far side, met with you guys, the Baker Boys. The Baker Boys were like, "Dude, you're cool. 
we're going to plug you with Rick Cummings. So Big always gives it to you guys too. Like well, I wait, that, hear that's, that. Like, that's part. That's all. That is true. It's just the the way it went down was a little bit different. Yeah, it was a Big, lot different. Big <laughs> was the phone call that came every Friday night. You know, he wanted to be on the radio. He wanted to hear Pistol Grip Pump, which was our Pistol song. Pistol Grip Pump. What the fuck is yeah. This is a song that the Baker Boys produced, and you know, he would always blow up us and say, "I love this song." Which is play, a dope big song. You guys play it again. Play it again. And then, you know, uh, we went out to eat a couple times together. We started growing closer. I started buying things from him that I shouldn't have been buying. <laughs> oh, Big was, so Big was so game down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, they, we, they kind of grew the relationship like that. And eventually, him and Fuzzy asked to uh, do a, a, a spot on Friday Night Flavors, which we said yes to because we're giving like that. And um, that's when uh, Rick Cummings happened to be there that night just hanging out with us in the studio. And he called me in the studio and called me in his office. He's like, who's that guy you have over there? I was like, that's Kurt. That's Big Boy. And I'm like, okay. um, he's like, can I meet him? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll introduce you. No problem. That's how it happened. How fucking. Man. I mean, I hear it very similar, but like, you know. Yeah, there's a lot and of which is, it, it always gets given back to you guys, mm -hmm. which is dope. Thank you. Uh, and well-deserved. Yeah. Well, and it's facts. Like I said, just like I said, don't hide from who else. Because I, if I was a sitter and see the jackass cats, like, yo, you know, everybody, these are just the facts of what we heard, unless it's wrong. Yeah. Because most cats would be like, no, you're right. Yeah. That's the way it went down. You I mean, can't erase it. You can't, you can't erase these histories that. of what that's people the, have done the... and what you guys have done. That's why I say it's so dope to think of these legacies that you guys done. And speaking of legacies that you guys are doing, I want to talk about this golf benefit June 27th in Downey. I mean, it's for at-risk kids. We're going to come back and talk all about this. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with the Baker Boys. We'll be right back after this. Keep it locked. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Bud Tender Awards created by G4 Live with the vision to be the most ambitious and essential cannabis event ever. This show is designed for people that want to take their business to the next level. Join us at the Las Vegas Beautiful Strip, May 11th through the 14th, 2022 at the all-new Resort World Snoop Dogg. Travis Barker. Congratulations. Yes. Travis Barker just got married, too, apparently, yes. in Vegas. <laughs> They're going to be performing all the way live together for the first time. If you don't go, you don't grow. And we're all going to be there. We're here with the Baker Boys. We just were talking before Man. we went to break about this Legends. beautiful, legendary things that they're doing. And one of the things I just like about people in general is when we give back. And one thing that you just heard Nick say is they've always been giving back with Fuzzy and Big. That's why they let them get on. And for those who don't know, Fuzzy's known as the connector now. The and connector. he's fucking connected with every major artist you could imagine, folks. And Big Boy is Big Boy. And if you don't know who he is, just type in B-I-G-B-O-Y. And these are the type of guys that came from these guys as well as Fuzzy. Fuzzy's a very big influential character in sure. this game, as you guys are influential mm -hmm. characters in this game, which is dope. Yep. But the thing that I love best about your evolution is what you're doing now, which is helping risk youth. And now we have a big golf benefit going down June 27th in Downey. You don't ever have to do anything like this. Nobody does. Let's just face it. You know no, but it's a good but, cause. But, but where does this come from, and what's this all about? Uh, a friend of ours that actually was uh, connected to our brother, Frank, um, with the record pool with Cali Kings, had hit us up about it, and he said, hey, you guys want to do a golf tournament? Da, da, da. He said, it'll be good for Downey Out Rescue. Youth. Then we're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's I'm do something. I'm from Downey, so I, I will be there. Okay. I, I'm originally from Downey, so I got to be there. Okay, That's, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, have I'm to be like, there. What? Shit, yeah. This is my this love is to have you my guys. alley. Yeah. So we're looking for golfers. We're looking for sponsors, uh, people to be involved with it, the whole thing, the whole situation. Donations. Yeah, yeah. donations. It's uh, all per, uh, for Southeast Community Foundation. 
And so you guys can get more information. Uh, hit us up on our Instagram or whatever. Uh, also, there's a email is where I think it's Baker Boys Golf Benefit at gmail.com. Nice. Also, 562-200-1164 is the number. 562-200-1164 as well as Baker Boys Golf Benefit, which is B-A-K-A. B-O-Y-Z. Everything else is the same. It's at the Real Hondo Golf Club, guys. And, 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 and that's, you know what I mean, real important to know. Like, man, for me, I appreciate you guys getting involved in that because mm-hmm. I'm originally from that area, you know, and, and it, it, as much as people don't know, that's the melting pot of, of everywhere. Like, you're surrounded by Linwood, Compton, Southgate, Downey, you know, Norwalk, Paramount. It's just that that's a melting pot, mm. you know, for, for... For the hood. For the hood. Yeah. <laughs> the it's words, a melting pot for everything that I comes... Know. And that goes for imports and exports, folks. It's yeah. a melting so pot. So much that I have Imperial <laughs> tattooed on my arm. <laughs> I never realized how I'm big Imperial like, Highway was yeah. on the streets. Pretty big highway. Yeah, it's a pretty big <laughs> highway. I mean, Downey does hold it down on all aspects of what Downey does, which is funny for people listening. Downey is one of those towns and cities that, like... Does more than it's just a city from all uh, sides of politics. A lot of, of good life. fun stuff yeah. there. It's just a crazy <laughs> area. Like there's a lot of things in Downey that are real, real shit that like can happen all over the world. <laughs> We're trying to make it a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. I'm with that, but yeah. no, and you guys are helping it. So this is dope. So folks want to get involved with that. Get involved with that. I love that you guys are doing that. There. You mentioned about producing music, and we talked about some of those songs. Are you guys still producing? Because look at the bangers you guys have done. Man. I mean, it's not like you guys are some one-hit random. Why you guys? got big big hits oh we have one big hit okay well, just a great pop okay yeah, yeah it was <laughs> one, one big, big hit. classic but you guys record. have worked with other good big artists yes you, of course you, you know it's just not done we're not done you know no. what's crazy though i'll tell you one thing that like you know one that one big hit right this second do you guys you, you guys have the rights to that still um we're looking into that okay because there's a time limit you talk of to, where they can own certain things. Yeah, and you, you talked yeah, to David so. Salas about We're that because you know David Salas. You remember David? No, uh, I don't think so. David Salas is Rudy Salas' son. Okay, Rudy Salas is Tierra. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you guys remember Rudy? Yeah. Okay, yes. so David is doing. He's going back right now, and he's fighting for everybody's Good. his rights. I'll get you. I'll, I'll get you with him. Yeah, Thank please. You. But once you do get with him. That's when you go back to like now Instagram and you get everybody doing one of those pistol grip, yeah. blah, blah, and we get it viral again on yeah. the thing with Bigs and everybody else to oh, can go push big. the shit out of it, and then it starts a new trend, and yeah. then you get to all your paper yeah, again yeah. on that. That's what happens. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 So I was just, I'm just, you Thank know, you. looking at that. I mean, that might be something that David could help you guys yeah. with. Then it'll be fun. Yeah. Do that, and folks, you guys got to watch this Twitch show because I've been seeing it on the Twitch show. And it, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys pick a topic, talk about it, say a few thoughts on it and give it and I forgot to tell you what I've seen yeah. I love actually oh man thank you um, it's basically behind we the scenes we actually gotta do some shit like this yeah. to be honest with yeah. you it's behind the scenes radio show live yeah. low. so like if you were a fly on the wall is what you would see at a radio station because for the most part you don't see it you don't see everything that happens behind the scenes it's one way what we're talking about what we're what we're arguing about what I'm telling them you can't say that this and that you know checking each other on yeah. everything and we got a chat room in there, so the it's audience dope. gets to choose what we talk about. Yeah, so we'll give them two topics, two or three topics and for And you just watch it right here and do the same thing. Yeah. Can you mind if we jack you guys on that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. As long as you do give us credit. what you got to do, man. <laughs> give us credit. No, no, no. Yeah, no, Better it's yet. crazy, though. You all should come over here and fuck we with us. We should do it do here with together. us. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. start and be like, hey, can you guys show us how to do it? Because I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you like how we do it, go okay. watch theirs, too. I'm saying the chat could be right there, and you could be talking, and you could be you know, going back and forth. Or even on that, whatever. We got the monitors all the Yeah. 
you so know what's ha- crazy is because we, we we look at that we we can't do the Our actual show. show because it has to air first on iHeart. Yeah, gotcha. right. But then, but we could do all the background shit just like you like guys. You guys are doing that's what I'm saying. We could do that. That's and, why I said we could do what they do. <laughs> no, I totally yeah. And and it's funny when you said that though. The first thing that came to my mind is like that's what historically has happened and with you guys is that you guys have these brilliant ideas and then you guys are either blessed other folks to to get to those levels and then one you've been blessed yourself to be able to do those things and that's fantastic you know it's about uh, continuing to innovate and make ourselves better we're always trying to better ourselves and be the best at what we can do here while we're still here Mm -hmm. you know work at a high level uh respectfully uh do what we do best and we're still like i said learning Talk about where I want you to hurt your elbow and patting your guys' selves, but pat each other because I want to hear some of the names of the people. And I'm only saying this because I would love somebody to ask me this randomly, and and you guys will be able to give good answers, which is give me some of those names that you guys helped as interns that are just fucking killing it now. Like you said, the fuzzies (laughs) and the big, right? Give me some more of those. And I already can think of a couple that I know that you guys have done, but I don't even want to. If you don't say those, then I'll be like, oh, what about this one? What about. Because you guys got cats that are working with Mariah Carey. You guys got, you know, and you guys. Like, well, we don't keep, you know, we I know you don't, don't but there's cats like that just, he don't, he, you like, guys have had people come to you going, if it wasn't for you, I would never have gotten my this. I mean, right. we've all have that have been in the game for a long time, but and give me some of those. I don't like, want to claim anybody's no, spot No, I know what you're saying. No, but never you know. That. So people that we've worked with that have gone on to do great things, Carolina Bermudez yeah. um, out of New York. She's uh, on the radio in New York right now. We met her in Miami. Yeah, she was not on the radio, but we pulled her into the radio station. Eric did. I pu- I uh, I was at the Miami Billboard Awards, um, Latin Billboards Billboard Awards. She was there handing pamphlets out. And I started talking to her, and then you know I started talking to her. I was like, "Wow, you you really have a really good personality. Have you done radio before?" And she's like, "I'm going to school for that right now, communications at the college over here in Miami." I was like, "Well, come see us. We're looking for an intern. Come through." And we had her be our intern Great for a while. When you see the talent like that, it's yeah. so dope, right? Yeah, so I brought her in, and, you know, she was with us for, like, three or four months. Um, you know, they had a limit on how long the interns could stay, so she had to go after that. But she entered a contest on the other station, which was the pop station. She did want to work with us at a time, uh, but that didn't happen. But anyway, so the pop station, she entered the contest, ended up winning and being the co-host. So she became a co-host for the pop radio show, which was probably the best in Miami. Thing. Yeah, for the for the in the same building because it was uh, run, run by Clear Channel, which became Our Heart later. And this was you guys were working in Miami. Yeah, this is, we were in Miami. Yeah, so she became the sidekick for that morning show. Done well, and they discovered her in New York. They brought her to New York. She went to KTU. She was working with Elvis Duran. Oh, yeah. Elvis Duran's big. So she was working with Elvis. Elvis Duran's as big as it gets. Yeah, it's and Elvis then, Ryan Seacrest is the big boys. Is, yeah, you know, he's as big as it gets. Yeah. So she was there for many years, and also she did like uh, co-hosting on what's the name of that show that Whoopi Goldberg's on? I forget. The, the View. View. She was the on View. the View a couple times. She's done TV. That's she's, fantastic. She's though. gone on to do great things as far as that Isn't goes. That the best as far as the radio. So but yeah, we're still friends. And and she's she's by far been the most grateful person of everybody that we've opened door for. Yeah, you don't find that very often. She is ne- never and different. You, when you go to New York and you run into those radio people, run into my girl Ness Nitty because I did the same thing for Ness Nitty. Oh, okay. That's on Hot 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, And she's calling Kaepernick's right hand and she's so funny because she came to my spot in Santa Clarita when I'm out here. She's working radio in the base. She's depressed. Right. She got leg, whatever, whatever. Uh, I go, Ness, you are dope. Yeah. And Felly was with me too. Felly oh, okay. helped pick her up too. Okay. We had her... 
we all met the we've seen people when they're just down and out yeah, lost yeah. their gig that's and what even, radio does you know what right? i mean right it's so i, I got her when she was at her i'm gonna just quit i'm gonna be a fucking uh, it i don't know what i'm gonna do right. you know what i mean right, right. And i'm like girl but you're you, who was it that you her brought name's up? ness nitty I, I, I she does ness. middays at fucking yeah. hot 97 yeah, now. she's syndicated too right oh, yeah. yeah she's syndicated she's on mtv she's the shit yeah. she's huge 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 now but same concept when you see a girl like that you're like oh my point is i love that feeling Mm-hmm. Another brother of ours uh, who came up with us, uh, his name is J-Love. J-Love in Vegas now? No, no. No, that's different J-Love. J-Love. J-Love, Push and Shove, the John Silver Halterman. Club. John Halterman, who is now the president of Dash Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, he came he in. He worked with Ski. He worked yeah, with is Ski. Is still, Ski still of course, there, right? Ski yeah, that's his, that's uh, Ski's. Yeah. yeah, so J-Love came to us via Big Boy, as a matter of fact. Um, for my, <laughs> he, was, he had star, uh, car stereo stuff. His brother was into amps and worked for a company. He's like, I'll set you up. Just bring me your car, and I'll put a sound I'll system in I'll put a nice in. Zeus in there. Our yeah, song so young. He gave me knockoff. 15s, 18s. I don't know what he Ooh. put in my fucking uh, my Cadillac or whatever I had at the time, and he just gave me a booming sound system, and we started off. And then he went. He started with us at Power 106 in like 1998. He was the first one to help us record our shows onto a computer. Yeah. He brought his computer up. This was like way before anybody was doing any of this digital shit. He's like, you got to record it on, on computer now. Yeah, he had a program called Creamware that we had never heard of before. <laughs> yeah. So he got us into really digital. even more technical. Digital side, yeah. Digital side, yeah. yeah. So he really showed us a lot of stuff on the digital side. So I'm, he was our friend, been our friend, and then... And he, still our friend. He's still our, he's a brother now, but um, he moved in with us uh, to San Francisco to become our producer. Then he went with us to... Miami. Miami, became a producer, stayed there many years, produced for other people as well after we left. Um, and then now, you know, the president of Dash Radio. So, you know, we've just been so blessed to have so many good people around us that help us get to this level. As, you know, as much as we say it's just only us, there's a handful of brothers that have been there behind the scenes that would support us. But, you know, me and I mean, him, Yeah, the talent that you guys have is what did it, but you guys have always had a team. It always takes a team, just like with Blue it and takes I. A it village, takes a team, man. man. Yeah, you know, we can't village, just be talking on these mics without everybody doing, doing their job, helping something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like my mic, my headphones not working at the beginning. It's like, okay, <laughs> who didn't do that? No, yeah. <laughs> but we, it's, it's great, and it's always great to see that because you guys have had such a great run with it and all this great stuff. And did you guys smoke weed back in the day, too? Not me. I never had. Never. Nick, Nick, Nick was the guy. Nick was the smoker. Said, no, we don't bother me. Yeah. No, listen. <laughs> you know, we started working with Kid Frost and Shout out you know, to Kid Frost, all the, the rappers back then. And we even met B-Real early on. And we worked with B-Real um, and Cypress Hill and doing remixes and stuff. But we never smoked around them or with them because we were just so focused on doing what we were working, supposed working. to be doing. He said around or with them. No, didn't well, say he didn't smoke. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I was just surprised at the though. word "we" because yeah. I never, no, I never partook in anything. No, he never partook <laughs> so. in anything. But I also said no because we're in the studio and they're smoking the fuck out, you know. But I said no because number one, respect for my brother and what we were trying to accomplish. Right. I, yeah. I was a drinker. Uh, I won't deny that, but uh, the cannabis was a no until 1997, when we got moved to Afternoon Drive. And there was a lot of stress that was lifted off of me. Frank V was a big smoker. And I finally started smoking a blunt with my brother Frank. And from that point forward, I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, we're going to get to the high five and hear all about that. But (laughs) before we do, Nick, I want you to continue talking and tell me about this beautiful candle company that you started with your wife. House of Super important. The House of Dreams. So in 2020, um, we started uh, this candle company. Actually, it started as a date. 
my wife wanted to learn how to make candles, so I took her on a date over here somewhere in Los Angeles. And was it in San Pedro? San Pedro, thank you. Uh, I know where his dates are. San Pedro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, what, are you still chaperoning him? <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'm not, thankfully. <laughs> You're talking about in the... Uh, Can't in see, unsee those things. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Is he okay? Do I need to pay the bill now? Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> So she fell in love and we started thinking like, you know, can we do this? What is it going to take to actually do this? And so we bought another candle making kit. And then from that point forward, we started doing research and research. And we're like, hey, let's do this. But um, we started uh, pouring them under the full moon. So you get the energy from the full moon infused into the candle. And then we adorn them with crystals, either amethyst or citrine, black tourmaline, all of these different stones that come from Mother Earth have healing values to them. So wow. so funny, dog. I got two stones in my pocket right now that my older daughter just gave me from the birthday party that she was wow. at. She oh, yeah? Dad, dog, look, I'm about to pull them out of my pocket. He needs to turn them into goes, candles and give them back goes, to her. Dad, you need to keep these on you for blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when your kids are 22 now and they're giving you game, I'm right. like, <laughs> my daughter's spitting game at me now, right? Like, yeah. She's 22 and she was psychoanalyzing me and all this. She got <laughs> deep on me this past weekend. Dog, and, and found some shit out about me. Where yeah. I was like, we found some stuff out about me. Look at these. I got these two crystals go. in my pocket right now. And right here. I as you got yours. Look at this. You got some on you. Oh, yeah. And you know what's crazy is my wife's been fucking with these Dog. things recently too bro I, I, I well, swear and to and God. I, and just I recently it. like I'm like she's got, I've got them all around the house right now I got Dude, these I have these in my now. pocket I mean, just <laughs> I mean I'm to the point I, where I'm putting them in my pocket why not right and my hairs are sticking up oh, this is a on? sign listen to your wife well, and yeah, my theory go. is if it doesn't work I ain't lost nothing if it does I got crystals in my pocket and I got good energy right I can only win I look at that like Jesus too if he ain't real why I didn't lose anything praise the Lord so that's what we do man we hand pour these beautiful candles Candles under the full moon. Go to the website houseofswinyo.com and check out the handmade gifts that my wife is making in the kitchen That's right now. Dope. And we Do you have a discount in, code? Not yeah, I can give you a discount code by the end of the show. But um we are in farmers markets now on Tuesday and Wednesday Sunday. to Sunday, excuse me. And that's in the Brentwood on Sunday and Farmer's Market's oh, on Excuse Tuesday. me, Brentwood's got a joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Brentwood one. Do you they kick you out, too, or can you actually go in there? With, <laughs> do you have to take a blower with you that they let you in? Or how do they let you in there, You Nick? sound like you've had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Uh, oh, and you have. He Brentwood has PD. a bad experience. Keep your crystals <laughs> close by. Keep my crystals. <laughs> See, that was, that was pre-crystal, bro. Okay. Now I go with crystals. Yeah, you're crystals good. Go crystal. back now, you're straight. Yeah. He said, get a release that. Get a and We sell smudge. Stick, sage, uh, and other things. Different crystal there. It's beautiful <laughs> stuff, so yeah. check it out. I'm just saying Brentwood's a nice nice area, which is good to go sell things. Yeah. It's a great area yeah. to sell handmade items Anything. and gifts that we yeah. do. If yeah. you can get in there to sell, it's Let's a great get area. Into this hey, high five. We got in, and we're Mexican, so, yeah. so can and you. That's what I mean, exactly. <laughs> well, go check out the website there. It's now time for the high five with these two brothers. You heard me say it at the beginning. I'm going to say it at the end. I'm a fan. Yes, high me five too, with the Baker boys. Baker Eric boys. and Nick B. We'll start with Eric. You'll answer the question. Nick, you'll answer the same question right after him. How old are you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from, Eric? I haven't smoked before. Ever. Never. Ever. Ever. Never, ever. Never, ever. I love that. I don't drink or smoke. We, no, have I you ever? drank? No. Never had a Never drink? been drunk in my life. Man. Dog, you ask for this? Never. Look at how my, strong my mom, that is. My mom, until she died, wow. never drank. Never I have no interest in it. 
You know, wow. I ain't mad at that. What about you, Nick? The fucking bad apple of the group, bro. <laughs> Man, <laughs> he you is. fucking dropped the ball, huh? What about Nick, the one that did more bumps than a fucking yeah. bu- than a fucking mall? Everything I, I haven't done, he has. Of course, yeah, he kept it. This is my life. Up, that is your life. You live yours. I live mine. He's got crystals that go other places. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. And I'm not talking about a lab. Yeah. Those are wine stoppers. <laughs> not what you're saying. They is. double. <laughs> double purpose. Go ahead. Just be careful, okay? Anyway, uh, hey, here's your straw. I'm going to blow it up, man. Right here, my man, Sidney Perry, I would say 13, 12 or 13 years old was the first time. He yeah. got drunk. No, yeah. no, no. I smoked. Oh, smoked. 12 or 13. I got okay. drunk the first time. You didn't ask about drinking. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the smoking. 12 or 13. Who gave it to you? Sidney Perry. Sidney Perry. Uh, that's a Bakersfield, huh? Yep. That's my brother right there. Oh. Still a good brother of ours. He, he taught us a lot about DJing. Yeah, and stuff totally. And he brought the K Day Mix Master. He introduced us to Tony and Julio. Yeah. Oh, really? Via Julio C- G. Via cassette tapes. And marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> and Mary Jane. Yeah. So that's my brother. It's though. funny how it. those old school dudes like that are just the best, right? Yeah. The Julio G's and all those. And and yeah. all of those dudes, when you still see them, they're still just like us meeting each other. Like, for folks that don't realize, we have, have so much past history, but we've never really, just like Giant, with P Funk, yeah. too. Yeah. I say the same thing I mean, with Funk. Yeah, I'm family. like, Funk. We're so tight together and yeah. when we see each other, we're so cool. Like, I feel so cool and tight to you. I have more stories with your brother than you guys. Right. Right? But yet, we all know each other. I'm even like, even asking P-Funk before, I'm like, I'm gonna, I don't know if this is my insecurities kicking in, Funk, but they do know me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah, no, Joe, of course like, they hey, do. But I'm going, well, dog, I don't like, want to be like too of- cocky and act like they should. Yeah. <laughs> because why? Because, because that's why fanboy comes out. Like Because I'm a fan of theirs. And I don't know if they're fucking a fan of mine, but I know that I'm a fan of theirs. And I think they should be because we did the same things. Yeah. Like, but I didn't know. So my point is it's just the answer so was dope no, to Joe. sit down with you guys. <laughs> we never heard of Joe Grant. We never heard of you. They actually said, <laughs> when I see them, they go, can you give me a water? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the hot sauce? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's what Kel so did to me, <laughs> too. <laughs> So you guys do you did know who Blue was though you knew who yeah, I was right of course <laughs> Imperial Blue of course. <laughs> get it with number two question number two of the high five man what is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis well, if Eric you doesn't did. have one yeah. if, if Eric did, did. I, if, if did. I did I would yeah. give it to my brother yes <laughs> that's my favorite way to smoke that's why I love yeah. the answer oh, it sounds like Big U it sounds like a Big U yeah, yeah, yeah. Big U was said he said uh, favorite way to use it sell, sell it. it yeah <laughs> that's a good one yes I'll sell it sell it in Brentwood sell it in there we go. Now you're there thinking, go. what Sell about it. you, Nick? So it, I would say edibles, joints, and uh, man, I really, when I'm looking, putting this out there, I want one of those vaporizers. Man. Oh, we got Electric vaporizers. Yeah, we, we Dude, I just we'll got this nice one sponsor. from Rove. Did you see the one I got from Rove? No, he needs a vapor like that. Like look a, at this 420 one. This doesn't come out until 420 for my birthday. They sent me this. And look at this. It says 419, and then you hit it, it says 420. See that cutty right there? You see that cutty over there? Where everybody's sitting down yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. gonna be the Baker Boy spot right there. We're gonna have a whole show set. Dog, you gotta do your show right there. there. Do the yeah, show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll put the the whole shit on. Where do we sleep though? Yeah, no, that's that's a low. Right here spot. on my lap, me home. We got a whole other story. Bien paca, bien paca. Hey, we got a whole other story <laughs> above <laughs> us, dog. It's all. We have apartments upstairs for each one of our. <laughs> Question number three of the high five with the Baker Boys, Eric and Nick V. Oh, I love these guys. I craziest place you ever used cannabis or smoke, Eric? Where's the craziest place you ever seen Nick smoke? Or use it, let alone uh, when Nick will come out with his place where I, I'm ready. <laughs> oh my God, uh, I, uh, man, I I don't know, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, loose yeah. lips don't sink shit. Right? Go ahead, Nick. Nick, what up, bro? You ready for this? 
As I was working at Power 106, they commissioned some DJs to go and play for grad night at, at Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Woo-hoo. man. That was me. Mickey was smoking hey, Mickey so out. Smoking. How fun were those? I used to love oh, yeah, going so to those. So much fun. They just went crazy. The kids went crazy. And they still do. Tell this day. I, I mean, they, they just pop. I used to love going to those Did things. you guys get high with kids? No. <laughs> no. I never did that. Because I, I was sober by the time I went to power. So when I was going there with power, I never got high. But I, before I got went to power, I was getting high a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I was in San Francisco, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Question number four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Eric? I don't I have to be to high to have a munchie, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, first of all. So my you look like a chicharrone. Yeah, my, yeah. my go-to munchie. Are probably like Reese's. I fuck with Reese's or Goobers or. Yeah. Uh, oh, you like a stoner then? Some, some kick. Some uh, Japanese Kit Japanese Kit Kats. Ooh, strawberry oh. Kit Kats. Zeke oh. would always green, bring those back. Green tea, when we go bro. There. Green, green tea. tea. Nice. Ah. Oh, I remember the strawberry ones yeah. when he came back with those. Yeah. Those were fire. Yeah, the green tea oh, ones man. are cracking. I used to love going to Japan and all those guys up yeah. there. It was funny, too, because Power 106 was yeah. heard in Japan, so I know the Baker boys were fucking said, legends in Japan. Man. So because when I went to Japan, <laughs> I traveled, and this was after they were at Power, so you guys did, I'm sure, the Japan tours. Nick did it. You what? did it? Nick did it. I didn't I go. Eric so, V refused to go. I, I went with oh, me, Big E-Man, and oh, Exhibit, and you. dude, we fucking went all uh, over, yeah. dog. That's we went cool. on trains, planes, and automobiles. It's, it's amazing, right? I would love that with my partner, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have been. It was fun. Go ahead. What about you though, Nick? What's the uh, go-to munchies? <laughs> yeah, you a fool. You're a good one. Everybody try to pass that one up. And I know. Like, I see, nah, I don't let him go. This is so <laughs> he got me back for the lap comment. I see what he's doing. The munchies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Fun. I don't know chips, ice cream. You know anything that is bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Salty, what kind of chips? Sweet, what kind of nice? Oh my god. What's the jalapeno? The uh, the kettle. Jalapeno the oh yeah, chips. kettle. See that? Now that's my shit right there. That's where I need to hear that. Or hummus. I like hummus and pita. Yes, hummus, hummus with them kettle chips. Ooh. I put him on Deadly. game on those. I bring those yeah, in, so I bring in hummus all the time. I'm over here, like <laughs> hummus galore. Joe, Joe's trying to catch me to gain weight and shit, and this I'm try, always trying to lose. He's over here, like, Dum. and then he starts losing all the weight and shit. And now more, I'm gaining I lost it over 100 shit. pounds. Dude. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations! Thank what are you, you eating? It's just uh, it's meth. Yeah, it's, meth. <laughs> it's a crank burger. Is it meth expensive? Crank burger that you can buy on the corner here. <laughs> on the way out of town. Let's pick one up. Right here on the corner of Stanton True and fucking yeah, statement. Question number four. Go ahead. No, no, Luke, no, no. It's question number five. five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be right. and why? Wow. And now, Eric. If I, I will yeah. hypothetically yes. answer this question. Yeah, so if you could. Probably, I would have to think James Brown. Ooh. Ooh bitch. Why? The godfather. <laughs> the godfather of soul. You know what I mean? James just, Brown, bitch. Just to, just to see where, where he would go. See if he would be like. Violent or cool? Yeah, where or, is this going? Yeah, right where now? is this going? Like, is he going to tell me to play the drums right or not? You know, things like that. So, I, I, probably James Brown if I hypothetically smoked. Sure. James Brown's like one of those Joe uh, Jackson dudes. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You what's just don't know do. what you're going to get. Gonna happen. You know what I mean? You don't know what side you're going to get. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, li- I like that. You know, I don't I think like we that ever had a Rick James comment. I, I think that's the first Rick James. <laughs> Right? No, he, he, yeah, he said James Brown. James, James Brown, Brown, excuse me. I think the first James Brown. And <laughs> Rick, Rick James. James yeah. But, but Rick, I'm saying no, Rick James is a hell of a motherfucking yeah, drug, yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> James Brown, too, though. Dancing, going crazy. What about you, Nick? Oh, man. Steve Jobs. 
Steve Ooh, Jobs. Ooh, that's a good one, Nick B. Ooh, yeah, why? Why? Uh, pick his brain. He uh, said, why not? And once, we get it, <laughs> and once we get into the cannabis, we could probably do some LSD together. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah, go. It's an entryway for he us. He is. Yeah, for he, sure, and, and not only that, just think about what he's done with that company, Apple, for yeah. God's sake. How he's in real it's changed the world. It, 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 real big. Literally. I mean, as I got my first Apple watch, mm-hmm. as I got my, you know, for my birthday recently. Wow. I, and you I'm barely just, got the Apple watch? I barely got an Apple watch. <laughs> my wife's had them for years. And then, oh, it's your 50th birthday. Why don't you want to get an Apple watch? I'm like, I don't know. Do I? It's the fucking best. Best thing I ever got is the crazy <laughs> point is like why I'm saying that. Yeah. Good. I was never like, oh, why? Because when I get a text, I can just look at my wrist. I don't have to pull my phone out. Uh, when I see a call, I could just go like this. I never knew what a benefit having that stupid watch was. So next, uh, the next one is going to be where it's just infused into your arm, if mm. you're okay with that. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> Is that what you're running? Are you that one? Huh? You're I, that I, guy? Here, here we go. You're the fucking Nick, conspiracy this is Nick the way. Here we go. No, you're already Nick. happy with it on your wrist. Why not just Dog, make it? I'll get the so, fucking so, eyeball. Give me the fake eye. I'll go the whole Nick, nine. They, I'm, they already, I'm ready. They already put one in my neck. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get you that brain uh, cube. I'm down for that, e- too. Elon Here's Musk. the thing. When people go, oh, aren't you afraid of what Wait you listen? Second. I go, I'm You've been vaccinated, right? You already got one. There you go. You oh, from that, from that, he's like, I'm not getting nothing. The funny thing is, nah. Nick, I don't, I don't even like. I'm so like, whatever. I'm down. Yeah. I, I'm down yeah. to try. They like, tell oh, me it's cool. I'm not it's afraid cool, to say huh? something. They're listening. Okay, cool. Listen to me. Waste your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put this on. Okay, I'll try it. Fuck yeah. it. Whatever. I'm not doing nothing wrong. I'm yeah. living so right. Shit. I can't go left. You know? yeah. <laughs> Let's go, man. Nice. Well, Anything is- else we finished and we forgot about the Baker Boys? I mean, you guys got your show. First of all, you people should check that out. The daily shit, of course, on their IG at the Baker Boys and on Twitch, the Baker oh, Boys. Oh yeah, yeah, that TikTok man. We try to get over a thousand followers. Yeah, please, yes, please. please help us out we, with just, that. we just started it back up. Uh, Nick turned it off because he was fearful was of, of China. Uh, he was afraid of China uh, col- <laughs> collecting data of and course information. That's why he asked so, me about the shot thing. You know of course, what I mean? so, he, he, he he just crossed all the lines. If so, I know where he's so at. now that he's crossed the whole China's of following course. us thing, we're good now. So we started it. Uh, started back, that that up. makes sense of why he patted me down when I first met him. He goes, "Hey, Joe Grande, right? Okay, turn around." And then I'm like, what the Make fuck sure there's on? no wires yeah, on yeah. you, bro. Hey, you know? Nick, can you pat me down afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen, man. <laughs> he goes, just Joe, just Joe. Just the stars. Man. The golf tournament, man. Where's the golf tournament? June 27th, Rio Hondo Golf yeah. Course. If you want more information, uh, uh, Baker Boys Golf Benefit at gmail.com. And go to Ken or go to Cannabis Talk 101 because we're going to get that up on our site, too. So it's real easy to find. Uh, and make sure you check them out, guys. And, and thank you guys so much for joining the show. Uh, you guys truly, truly are fucking legends in the radio business man and thank you guys for sharing I want to do shit with us. you guys man seriously yeah seriously together. like low key something. like we we, we need here. to bite some shit off you guys we're still here <laughs> <laughs> no it's, I just you know what I honestly think too though because I mean it, it may be too many Latins but four Latins is better than two hey yeah. I ain't lying you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's have a soccer team let's get a couple more in here we get a couple girls yeah, so. yeah there we go P-Funk Daniel we get a couple girls we have kids too he has tits I love P-Funk well there it is guys it's Cannabis Talk 101 and remember this if no one else loves you we do hey thank you for listening to cannabis talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts